And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. I want you to keep in mind, faith always have an object. It's always faith in God. Let me tell you, brothers and sisters, I've, I have had to bring it to brothers and sisters. Oh, well, it's my faith. That's me. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, it is your faith in God. You sit in that chair because you have faith in that chair. It will keep you with me. So you better have faith what? in God. Are you with me, saints? So faith always have an object. So faith even, so this should read. Now, it's not in there, but you should know that throughout scripture, you will see it's your faith in God. For that matter, the faith you have is not even your own. Galatians chapter 2, don't turn here, 2, 20 says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ that liveth in me. And he continues, the faith that I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of Paul said, the life I now live, I live that life by the faith of the Son of God. Not my faith. The life that I live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. It is not your faith. You got to keep that in mind. It is your confidence built on God's ability. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? You, you know, during, you know, we had a week of prayer this week, 5 a.m. prayer. Then Saturday morning, I felt like all my joints were out of place. <laughs> glory be to Jesus. Let me tell you, prayer meeting, that if I, 5 a.m. prayer, Lord have mercy. Anyhow, <laughs> I went home. <laughs> and uh, uh, while I was going home, I said, Father, uh, you know, what would I, what from, from just praying this week, what would you have me share? And it came to me, I mean, it came to me so quickly. And that is, and that is, that is to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. To grow what? In grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's how our faith in God is going to what? Increase and grow. Are you with me, saints? Are you getting what I'm saying? In the book of Peter, 1 Peter and 2 Peter, the, the word knowledge is there more than eight times, more than any other book. Because Peter, the Holy Spirit through Peter realized, man, my problem was I didn't have knowledge of God. That's why whenever, you know Peter, whenever Peter spoke, it was mouth open, left foot in. Not even right foot. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Bam, left foot in because he had no knowledge of God. He had not grown in the <laughs> Paul, Peter saw Paul did something that he said he should have done. Paul took up three years and went to the Arabian desert to get knowledge of God. Are you getting what I'm saying, saints? So Peter realized, man, I need that knowledge. That's why Peter was so effective when he began. That's why he was so effective because finally he got knowledge of God. I'm getting ahead of myself because I see the time. I promise you, glory be to Jesus, 40 minutes. And we're coming right on that time. But, but give me, can you give me a couple more minutes? So, so right here, even our faith. Now, now the Bible, Now I, I want to take this. I want to sh share this with you. I need you to get that point. Our faith overcomes the world. Are you with me? What overcomes the world? Our faith in God overcomes the world. The disciples, you remember, you remember in Luke chapter 17 verse 5. Can you turn here? In Luke chapter 17 verse 5, the disciples ask God to what? Increase our faith. Are you with me? What they ask Jesus to do? Increase. Ah, Bosata, you getting me? You, you got it? 
Yes, 17. And the apostle said unto the Lord, increase our faith. Increase what our faith? Because you see, that's what you're going to use to overcome the world. Are you with me, saints? So they realized, hey, we are not there as yet. So they came to Jesus and they said, increase our faith. They want to take a shortcut. Mm, they want God to increase their faith. Brothers and sisters, God doesn't increase your faith. You increase the faith. Oh, glory be to Jesus. You cannot lay hands on somebody to increase their faith. I, I, you get what I'm saying? Because you see, everybody's trying to take a shortcut. Amen. They don't want to build the character needed. Are you with me, saints? And so they're trying to, so when they ask Jesus, and the reason why they ask Jesus to increase their faith is because prior to that, Jesus said, uh, uh, you got to learn to forgive everybody all the time. And they said, forgive everybody all the time? How can I do that? Lord, I need faith. <laughs> you know, it's a very difficult thing to forgive everybody all the time. Jesus said, you got to forgive 70 times 7. They said, what forgive? I cannot do it. I need help. <laughs> Because you know, you know, brothers and sisters, we are not perfect and we hurt one another. Do you know it's not, do you know it is not easy for you to hurt me or I hurt you and immediately for us to, for us to start dealing like nothing happened? Let's, I mean, come on, come on. It'll take you all the time to process it. You know, it throw you off your game and say, man, I still got to love that sister. And she betrayed me. I thought you were tighter than that. Anyhow, Lord, give me the strength. Are you getting what I'm saying? Some people get mad, they leave the church. Are you with me? That's what, it, that's what the devil does. That's what, because we don't realize that we, we are imperfect people. So, 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 so the Bible says here, um, uh, they ask Jesus, uh, we need a shortcut. In, just increase our faith, Master. Abracadabra! <laughs> just blow on me, Master! <laughs> that one doesn't work, not that way. <laughs> you know, in scripture, in scripture, we've heard of great faith. We've heard of uh, little faith. And every time the Bible mentions little faith, I have all the texts. I have where it is, but because of time, I'm jumping. Everywhere the Bible states great faith and little faith, it's always connected with to doubt or fear. Why are you so fearful, oh, your little faith? Remember Jesus said that. Wherever there is doubt and fear, you have little faith. But you replace that doubt with knowledge of God. Uh, are you with me? I, let me? Can I bring it home? Can I bring it home? I'm going to bring this. I'm going to drive this down with a, with a, with a, with a, how, how you call this, this nails, a, a machine gun. Just drive it down in the roof. Second Corinthians. Let me give you a second Corinthians. Second Corinthians chapter 10 verse 15. In 2 Corinthians, <laughs> Corinthians chapter 10, verse 15, Paul is talking to the saints in Corinth, and, he told, and he's telling them, he's saying, look, I got an opportunity to preach the gospel elsewhere. A door has been opened unto me. Amen? So he said, not boasting of things without our measure, which means we do not boast beyond limit in our own labor. That's what he means. Amen? That is of other men's labor, but having hope. When your faith is what? So your faith can be increased. Are you with me? Your faith can be what? Increase because we just saw they asked Jesus what to increase their faith. When you get saved, when we get saved, Romans chapter 12, verse 3 says, To every man, every human is given what? The measure of faith. So when you get faith, you got the same measure everybody get. 
That's why Peter said to the saints, like precious faith. In other words, the faith I have is precious and you have it also. Like we have like the same precious faith. Amen. Your faith and my faith we got when we got saved. We got the measure. Everybody when they got saved, they got a tablespoon. Now I didn't get a tablespoon and you got a bucket. Are you with me? You got the measure. For that matter, for that matter, before you got saved, you had no faith. God had to give you faith to get saved. He had to give you the ability to respond to him because without that faith, you are dead in trespasses and sins. So God has to break through. Isn't that a lovely God? And give you the ability to believe him. Amen? And when you accept Christ, that is your measure. But that measure of faith, until you increase it, it stays the same size. How many of you realize everybody has muscles? Everybody has muscles. Amen. Everybody has muscles. Some muscles you can see, some muscles you can't. The difference, the reason why you can see some muscles and others you can't is because the people whose muscles you can see, where do they go? They gym. They, the what? The what? They don't come to the church and say, Lord, increase my muscle. Lord, increase my muscle. Church folk just say, but we church folk, aren't we something else? <laughs> you gotta you gotta go to the gym uh, two three hours are you with me do you get what i'm saying it takes time it takes discipline but you gotta what work it you don't come to the lord and say increase 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 that's it you got to add works to your faith i that is when uh, that <laughs> That is how you increase your faith. Amen. You increase your faith. You increase your faith by first. And I'm going to jump right to the end because brothers and sisters, Jesus. Anyhow, I just say I wouldn't have time. But you increase your faith by first of all getting knowledge of God. When your knowledge of God is increased, you get confident. And as you get confident, then you move in that direction of confidence. That's why Peter said in 2 Peter 3.15, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. As you grow in grace and in the knowledge of Jesus Christ, then your confidence is built. And when people are confident, they don't stay silent. People who are confident, they speak a word. Are you with me? Glory. They profess God's word. They boast of their confidence in God. Are you with me, saying? Oh, glory to that. Because they know if God be for me, not if, it should be because God is for me. Who can be against me? How do they know that? By increasing their knowledge of God. How do you increase your knowledge of God? Romans 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing. And hearing. And hearing. And hearing. And hearing. And hearing. Twenty years ago, I read the scripture first and I, and, I, and, I, and I memorized it 20 years ago and I remembered God said to me I thought it was only preaching hearing hearing God said to me no 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 you need to hear yourself read God's word loud because your heart will believe you more than the preacher are you with me you will believe yourself more so as you read you hear yourself you hear yourself when you hear yourself say say i think it's romans chapter 8 verse 37 it says he who spared not his son but delivered him up for me how will he not with him also freely give me all for you when you start when you read the bible take out them take out he put i make it personal I be, you got to get greedy are you with me that's one place you get <laughs> 
personalized in the Bible so it can work for you. He who spared not his son, but delivered him up for Emmanuel, how will he not with him also what? Freely give Emmanuel all things. Because he gave Emmanuel his best. His best is his son. What is a house? He cannot give Emmanuel. What is healing? He cannot give Emmanuel. And the Bible says free. Free. I'm going to go to the doctor for it. It's free. Free. Now I love free. Once it's quality, I love free. Amen. Especially free from God. Free from God is always quality. Elsewhere free, I'm not sure. Amen. But free from God is always quality. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you getting one? So, so let's go back to our scripture verse. I'm going to show you what Paul is saying. Paul said to them, when your faith is increased, that we shall be enlarged by you according to your uh, rule of abundantly. To our rule abundant. Now listen, this, this is what Paul said. I'm going to cut to the chase. Paul is telling them, an opportunity came for me to preach. But I need an offering. That word enlargement here, that word enlargement here, shall be enlarged by your, he's saying, enlarged. when you bless me, I will have the ability to go where God tells me to go. But notice what he said. No, notice, can you go back to, no, keep it right there. Can you go back to our text? It is interesting to note. Can you go back to not our text? 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 10, 15. I'm going to show you the importance of increasing your faith. What happens when your faith increases? Amen? 2 Corinthians 10, 5. Because the Bible said that's how you overcome the world. Amen? Even our faith. 2 Corinthians 10, 15. You got it? Let's go back right here. Now, now, now he said, notice what Paul said. 10, 15. Huh? Yes, yes, not boasting. I think he had it a while ago. Glory be to Jesus. So he said, Here, yeah, we shall be enlarged by your cording. He said, But having hope that when you're what? Oh, glory be to Jesus. So he's saying, I'm hoping that as your faith increases, as your faith increases, what's going to happen? You shall be enlarged. When your faith increases, your knowledge of God increases, then your view, your perception of money changes. Oh God. In other words, when your faith increases, amen, your giving increase. I know it's tight, but brother, it's right down the road. Are you with me? Paul is saying, I'm hoping that your faith in God, your dependence on God, are you with me? Your ability in God will, in, when it increases, I hope that your giving will increase. Which leads me to say that the reason why it is difficult for some people to give, it is because their faith hasn't increased. I'm coming right from the word of God. The reason why there's a war, a fight, it's a fight, when a fight, you know, should I give, should I not give? Should I? And you feel that war, that fight in you, glory be to Jesus. And then everything they said, you know, everything that's said about, you know, about giving, comes the devil brings up all the thought, preachers do this, preachers do that, churches do this, churches do that. Only in church we do that, but when it comes to pay our bills, we just pay our bills. But the house of God, the Bible says, bring meat in my house, you can stay on eye with me. God said, God has a house. We no longer meet on the tree. God has what? A house. He said, bring it into my house. And the Bible says, your giving is linked to your increased faith. That's why I'm praying that you all increase in faith. So your giving will increase. Amen. That is our brothers and sisters, you overcome the world. Paul said, the Bible said that you overcome the world, even our faith in God. 
Are you with me? Our faith in God, our ability to believe God. That's how you overcome what? The world. That's how you overcome cancer. Are you with me? You remember, and I'm going to bring it to a close. You remember that woman with the issue of blood. Are you with me? In Mark chapter 5. You remember her? I'm, I skip a lot of stuff here. We'll get back to it. You know there is always time. Amen? Glory be to Jesus. In Mark chapter 5, that woman with the issue of blood. The Bible calls the issue of blood a plague. You remember that? A plague in her body. How did, she, how did she overcome that plague? Well, the Bible says, guess what the Bible says? The Bible says she heard, can you go to Mark chapter, Mark chapter 5 verse something? Let's run through it quickly. The Bible calls what she had a plague. Do I have it somewhere here? I think I do. And I'm, give me five minutes, I'll be done. I promise you, I'll be done. We got it? Glory be to Jesus. Mark chapter 5, I think it's verse 23. Go to verse 24. Verse 24. Mark chapter 5, verse 24, quickly. You got it? It says, and Jesus went with him. That's a, uh, and much people followed him and thronged him. Verse 25 reads, and a certain woman, which had what? An issue of blood. For how long? For 12 years, had suffered. The word suffered here. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. The word suffered here is indicating that she had been to the doctors. She had suffered what? Many things of many physicians. You know, sometimes you go to a doctor and they prescribe medication. You know, people who have cancer, they go through what? chemotherapy and other type of therapies and your body suffer your hair fall out that is suffering many things from the hands of physicians they're trying to help you but your body pays for it your body is responding to the medication so her body suffered I heard somebody say uh, while they were the, the last round of the application of chemo they felt like they were going to die that's what I call suffering and anybody who's been through it, you can, you, 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 maybe you can attest to that. Amen. Your body responds to the chemo. It's, it's very tough on the body. Amen. So that's what it means here. Verse 26 means she had, she suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered. What? But grew worse. Nothing better, but grew worse. Sometimes the medical practitioners don't have the cure. Are you with me? How many of you thank God for doctors? Man, I thank God for doctors. Glory be to Jesus. But sometimes they just don't have the cure. You know that. When a doctor, I know many people who said to me, the doctor said, you got two weeks, you got three weeks. Amen. And then they will look themselves in the mirror and they said, no, 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 no. Not two weeks, not three weeks. No, no, you took years left. And they begin, they begin to build their minds and fight it. Amen. So quickly, let's move quickly. The Bible says she grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, Jesus is the word. Isn't Jesus the word? When she heard of the word, came what? She came in the, the word press. This is what the word press here means. She came in the press. The press is people were, there was a riot around Jesus. A riot around. People were trying to push and touch him. It, the, the, the crowd around is called the press. It's called the press. Now, you have seen it on TV. You have seen, you know. This is what was happening. And this is, this is the imagery the word is, is, is projecting here. Jesus is walking. You have six disciples around him. There is a immediate circle and there is an outer circle of six. Are you with me? Because people are trying to come in and, and are you with me? I mean, he's walking and he's holding them. You've seen it. I mean, I was listening to a preacher and he said, he said he never believed in having, in having, I hate to call them bodyguards. Amen. But you know, people at the front to help. And he said one day, he said one day he was preaching. And while he was preaching, God, he got the Holy Spirit moved and uh, the, uh, the gift, the Spirit started to, uh, uh, he began to operate in the gift of faith. And he laid hands 
on a man he got blinded the man was blind he he got his sight instantaneously and he said he turned and walked back to the pulpit as he was walking back to the pulpit he saw a mob running after him to touch him and he said luckily he had brought men who came and stopped them he said they would have crushed him that's what's happening here so when you see them on tv with the guys at the front don't don't, don't criticize there's the way to do that are you with me saints don't join people talking against preachers all right okay so 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 it says here it says it says here suffered many things when she had heard of jesus came in the press and touched this garment for she said if i may what but touch his clothes i will be what she said if i touch the word if I touch the word, I what will be made whole. Now, this is what I want you to see, please, brothers and sisters. Verse 20, verse 29. And the Bible says, straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that what? Plague. It is a what? A plague. Healed of that cancer. Healed of that diabetes and healed of that high blood pressure. Are you with me? Get off that medication. You send the medication for now, but build your faith to where you can walk away from that medication. Let me share with you, brothers and sisters. I have met a pastor here in Tallahassee. He was on nine medications. Are you with me, saints? I thank God for it. It kept him alive. It kept him well. I met the man, and the man said to me, one day I looked at myself in the mirror and said, I need, I have grandkids, and I need to see them grow. And he went to God. He said, God, tell him you need to increase your knowledge of me. That's what you need to do. Increase your knowledge. He increased his knowledge. His faith went through the roof, walked away from the nine medications. Now he's on no medication. I can give you his number. You can call him. Amen. I'm not giving stories. Are you with me? I'm telling you of examples. And if God did it for one human being, let me put, let me turn that the other way. If one human being can grow to the point where they can overcome, every being can. Who believe God? Are you with me, saints? Oh, glory be to Jesus. I'm going to bring it to a close. I'm done. Verse 34 says, verse 34, verse 34 says, man, I'm jumping. Amen. Can I just read until verse 34 and I'll be done? Verse 30 says, and Jesus immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press. Turn around and look at the people and said, who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou who touched me? Since this is what I want to tell you. That lady who pressed her way through the crowd to touch Jesus, that's exactly what you and I have to do. Press our way to grow in knowledge. Press our way to grow in grace. How do you press your way? Sometimes you got to turn off the phone. Sometimes, are you with me? You just got to decide today. Like yesterday was a good day to grow in grace. It was raining. Nobody could go anywhere. Praise the Lord. So you just sit in the house and just read the Bible. Or not. Watch, it, watch a movie. Or go to sleep. But if you are interested in growing... It's not for everybody now because some people are comfortable. Some people are just comfortable. It's okay. I'm okay. I got, are you with me? But for those of you who are interested to grow in grace and in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, it's available for you. Are you with me? You got to press past comfort. Are you with me? You got to press past people. You got to press past circumstances. Are you with me? She was pressing. Yes, she had issues. Yes, she had problems. But she was pressing past circumstances to get to the word you don't get to the word easily the devil will not let you get to the word easily he'll put up roadblocks distractions he'll ask me to call you when you're about to read and then you say oh it's pastor it's pastor don't answer
Are you with me? Don't answer. How many of you, as soon as you open your Bible, you feel like sleeping? One of these days, I, one of these days, I, I just messed with the devil. I was about to, I was about to read my Bible. I got so tired. I said, okay. I said, okay. I said, you know the devil cannot read minds. He cannot read the mind. You know that. Amen. So I said, this is what I said. I said, I'm going to mess with him. So I said, oh, let me watch a TV. I said, let me watch a movie. So I behave. I was going to like, I was going to watch a movie. So I went and I turned on the TV. No sleep. I said, devil, I caught you. Yeah, trying to get me sleep. You get what I'm saying? Trying to distract me. Glory be to God. I said, and man, I opened that. I ripped it open and began to read. I said, for that, I'll read one more hour. Yes, sir. Yes. Sir. No, it is not for everybody. I'm just saying, if you are interested, if you are interested now, are you with me? If you want to pass, push past through comfort, are you with me? And grow in grace in the knowledge of God so your confidence in God can build, so you can lean on God harder. Like she did. Are you with me? Notice what Jesus said to her. Notice what Jesus said to her. Amen. And the disciples said, Thou seest the multitude. Yes. Amen. And he looked around about to see that had to see her. That is in verse 33. But the woman fearing and trembling, knowing that, knowing what was done in her, her healing, came and fell before him and told him all the truth. And he said to her, Listen to what he said, Daughter, you're what? The thing that overcomes the world. The thing that overcomes sickness and disease. Amen. Are you with me? The thing that overcomes corruption. It overcomes diabetes. Overcomes high blood pressure. Are you with me? Overcome even our faith in God. That's what overcomes the world. That's what overcomes cancer. Yes, that's what overcomes it. Are you with me? Are you threatened with any time? If you have any life-threatening sickness, disease, you know anybody? Their faith is the cure. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Yes, take your medication until your faith grow. Are you with me? I, I told somebody, uh, somebody called and said, Pastor, should I get rid of I said, no, 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 no. no. Don't get rid of your medication. We need you here still. Glory be to God. Amen. As your faith increases, and I hear, and I hear your, your, your I hear your, 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 your speech change. Because when people begin to increase, when people get knowledge of God, their speech change. Are you with me? Are you with me? Their speech change. The way the thinking change. They express themselves different. You know, more dependence on God. They don't mess around anymore. I, they're real. Are you with me? You know, some some of us have not been through enough stuff. When you go through enough stuff, you'll get real. Yeah, yeah. When you go through hell, let me say it, you'll get real. Amen. You'll stop playing. Are you with me? Have you met what I call sometimey Christians? Some just sometimey. Sometimey, sometimey, not all the way in. Yeah, not all the way in, just sometimey. Only on Sundays. Glory be to Jesus. Are you with me? Are you getting what I'm saying? When you go through the, some things, your word, the way you speak change. Are you with me? Because you've grown in grace and in the knowledge of God. Ah, I can see clearly now. Yes, 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 yes. No more fog. You can see glory. You can see God so you can depend on him. Huh? So Jesus said to her, Jesus said to her, your faith hath made you what? Whole. Go in peace and be whole of your what? Whole of your plague. Go in peace and be whole of your cancer. Amen? Whole. In other words, every damage that was done by the sickness or disease is going to be reversed amen not only heal reversed are you with me reversed are you getting what i'm saying reversed damaged tissues 
Amen. Reversed. Damaged organs, reversed. Not just healed, reversed. Are you with me? I get what I'm saying. Uh, Jesus said to Mary in John 11:25. 25, he said, I'm the resurrection and I'm the life. He said, he that believeth on me, though he what? Though he were dead, he shall live. Please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com, or call the church, 850-408-8496.